Now establishing data link. Accessing. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Make It So. Sorry we were a bit late with this one. We had a bit of technical difficulty in that it Technical difficulty involving us recording 30 minutes of silence, was it? It was. It was like um, the film with uh, Jodie Foster. It was like Contact. Uh, arguably a better show than we're going to produce tonight, but we'll see. We'll see. Tonight we're going to be talking about... Uh, Suggestion on our forum from Simon Denson. Uh, we're going to be talking about the worst character in Star Trek. Ooh. Ooh. It's, again, this is a big matter of opinion thing, isn't it? So They all are, really. Sorry yeah. if we upset you. You know, so maybe I, we're going to say the, the worst one. Okay, yeah. Any thoughts? Well, maybe we should introduce ourselves. Okay, um, sorry, yes, I'm yeah. Richard Smith. And I'm Mike Dawson, Skyping it this week. Tristan O'Field again isn't with us. It's actually his girlfriend's 21st birthday. We'll say hello. Happy happy birthday, Gemma. Happy birthday, Gemma. She's an avid listener. She is. She'll never hear this. Actually, no, she listens. No, she does. She's a closet Star Trek fan, apparently. Superb. Not anymore. <laughs> um, we just outed her in front That's of the whole it. world. That's it. Great. I, I hope her parents know. Yeah. That right must then. be the hardest conversation to have, really. <laughs> Mum, Dad... I'm a Trekkie. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you were just gay. No, I'm a Trekkie. Get out of my house. Um, I like to dress <laughs> like a Klingon. <laughs> right then. Okay. So the worst character in Star Trek history. Yeah. Let's go through each series. Are we just talking main character here then? We're just talking central character. I don't think we should limit ourselves. Okay, well let's let's for let's for the purposes of elimination, let's have a bit of structure here. So let's um let's say we'll go through each of the series first and then we'll go through more expansive sort of characters if there are any. Okay. Okay, so original series. Um I would have to say probably Sulu, really. Do you think Sulu? Well, he's a in the series, now in the movies, that's a different matter. In the movies, I'd go for Uhura. Yeah, she uh, was rather useless in the movies, to be perfectly honest, wasn't she? Yeah, the kind of crowbarred her in, getting the, like, working out how to blow up the bird of prey at the end of the last one, just to give her something nice. And really was, she was just a, well, the character was just a glorified secretary from start to finish, really. You tend to in find that the writers of Star Trek can they have it within them to write appalling female roles. Yes. They have an exceptional ability to do this. Um, in fact, I'm going to rec- I'm going to take back my Sulu comment and I'm going to say Uhura. I mean, I think it's it's probably a sign of the times that the the two major ethnic minority based characters were the shittest ones or the like, the weakest writing went to both of those characters in the original series. I think that's a sign of 60s american television really that you know she was yeah she was a glorified secretary and he was a pilot who didn't really get much to do or was he the tactical officer i can't i can't remember which sulu was, was which. the pilot sulu was the pilot yes um no I'm co- yes he was he was yeah Chekhov was the tactical officer he was he came later in season three and he's arguably another sort of well could he have been the shittest character in that series um, because he didn't have a lot to do. He was sort no. of like comedy relief, a bit of change to the usual lineup. 
I think. But again, came into his own as a character in the films. Yeah. Um, trying to find the nuclear vessels. Nuclear vessels. Yeah. He was he was good. No, well, because he had he had two. He had Wrath of Khan, didn't he? Where which was his big one. Yes, um, of course. And it, How could I? And he got Ruff? all that. Yeah, and he got all that stuff with um, being the first officer of the Reliant and everything. And then, um, which for some reason, he then went from being first officer of the Reliant to back to being tactical officer of the Enterprise. I was again. just going to um, say that. At what point did that happen? And was it ever explained? What they went back. Yeah. Or that yeah, well, you know, because obviously you assume at some point between Star Trek one and Star Trek two he gets promoted. And then for some reason he decides, well, actually I'm gonna forgo that. I'm, I'm gonna it's like <laughs> Spock was a captain. Uh yeah, they had captain. like the highest ranking general bridge crew in all of Starfleet, didn't they? Scotty was a captain. Uh, I'm pretty sure Hura was probably a captain at some point, you know. Uh, yeah. uh, it was they ridiculous. all died, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. and uh, and he was a first officer. So, you know, you got a crew of Three captains and a first officer, two first officers or something, whatever it was. It's like, I think a lot of service in Starfleet, your rank is due to time base that you've been in there as well. You certainly hear Data talk about stuff like that. Uh, and so maybe just because they're all so old by the yeah. end of Star Trek VI, they've been there for millions of years and they're the, they're the oldest ones left in Starfleet. Everyone else above them is retired. Yeah, I think or an admiral. Why. Yes. Yeah, the last one's on a ship going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I had. Well, there was a lot of little bits of character stuff that got missed out. Like, um, yeah, yeah, he, he was a first officer, and then Sulu went off and became captain of the Excelsior. Yeah. Before Chekhov got his own command. Now, you see, Chekhov would have been a more natural choice to put in that command in, in Star Trek Six, given that he was the first officer, but then they'd have to go back and think, well, hang on a second, why was... Why wasn't he doing that in Star Trek Five? Maybe he just... Maybe a career just wasn't for Chekhov. <laughs> maybe he, he had a taste of it. He, he had some earworms put in and uh, got to kill a few people and decided, nah, actually, it's not really for me. I think I'm, I'm better off on the Enterprise. That's it. Clearly. You get a lot of pressure with the higher ranks. You do. And so do. sometimes it's just better to avoid it. Well, that was the whole thing, like, why the fuck is Riker still sticking around after 14 years? Because he thought he was cool. Yeah. Come on, there was that scene when he had that the conversation with Picard and they both agreed that, yes, it was cool being the Starship Enterprise first officer. Yeah. Um, and I agree with that as well. Mm. You'd rather that than some nameless ship. That's true, but there's no substitute for taking the reins, Will. I know. He never did, though. No, no, it is. Well, I did at the very end of Nemesis. Oh, of course, yes. Of course. See, that's Fine, why yeah. there won't be another next-gen film. Because it's... Why, because Riker's on another ship? Too far broken up. Too yeah, they'd broken. spend half the film trying to put them all back together again, wouldn't they? Yeah. Like, they try, oh, just constantly how they crowbarred Worf into the stories. That was like, the... Well, I'm on leave yeah. from this nine at the moment. And it's like... Such whatever. a problem. Every such a problem that you have to deal with then every time you want to get the character in well to the they actually didn't bother dealing with it in Nemesis he went at the end of DS9 he goes off and becomes ambassador for Kronos and then suddenly he's there in the Enterprise as security chief again what the fuck that's true that was, that was never explained what the hell is he doing in a Star Trek Starfleet uniform he gave up his commission I, never explained no 
Uh, easy, they, well, they yeah. kind of well, it got progressively worse because in first contact he turns up on the defiant, yeah, um, which is fair enough. Um, on insurrection he turns up and is like, well, I'm on something from DS9, and then he gets interrupted midway through explaining. So you hear the words DS9, Worf's not there. Don't really need to think of a decent explanation. That's fine as long as I know that much. And then in, ne- in Nemesis they were just like, fuck it. No one cares about continuity in Star Trek. Oh well. Let it go now. Let it go. Okay, so what are we saying? We're saying Ahura for the original series. I'll agree with you on that, yeah. Okay. Right, on to next gen then. Next gen. Now you instantly want to say Wesley Crusher, don't you? You do instantly want to say Wesley Crusher, but we don't want to forgo Dr. Polanski. That's very true. Now, I actually personally hate Dr. Polanski more. More? Yes, more than Wesley Crusher. Right. Why is that? Um, just because she was not as nice as Beverly. <laughs> you know, um, she just wasn't as nice. Beverly had a okay. nice mother-type persona about her. You'd, you'd feel safe and yeah. looked after. Dr. Belaski was a bit harsh, I felt, and a bit severe. Um, she she did looked like she was going to drop dead any minute now as yes, well. Yes, she looked very sort of pale. Yeah. Not in a healthy way. Um, yeah. And so I just, I, I wasn't ever happy with her. I was glad when she left. Very glad indeed. I think they were trying to put some kind of like McCoy crankiness into the Doctor character again, which just really didn't work and wasn't necessary. That's true. I also found her a much more negative character than Doctor Crusher. Uh, there was so much more that couldn't be done. Right. Uh, whereas Beverly had a very sort of can-do attitude about her. Personally, I find it's a toss-up between Wesley and Geordie. Now you don't like Geordie. I don't like Geordie. Geordie, well, not don't like him. This, this is the problem. He's not an irritating character. I just find him irrelevant. He's not. You know, he gets his odd like, oh, I've got to fix the engine to save the ship, and occasionally there's the the odd mystery he has to solve or. Right, uh, but always the stories around Geordie always seem to be the writers were kind of sitting back and thinking, actually, LeVar Burton's a bit shit. He's, oh, he was fine. He was no, he was a bit crap as an actor. <clears throat> he could do the whole, you know, I'm I'm gonna talk to Data and I'm gonna laugh as Data does something silly and I'm gonna be Data's straight man for bits and bobs. But you know, anytime he actually had to do something kind of dramatic and it was a bit shit and the whole visor thing we all got bored with that very very quickly so he's blind whatever Fair you know enough. didn't didn't really you know so he's not really on the radar as such he's not it's not that he's an annoying character he just doesn't really fix that you know he doesn't feature that much next to him probably troy oh troy was useless Troy was useless, but at least she had a bit of sex appeal. She know. had the bit of sex appeal, and she was always good when she'd start getting headaches about things. Uh, yeah. If you were a bit slack for a storyline, you'd always do an episode where something mental happened to Troy. Oh, I did like the one where... Um, oh, it's in season three, and I can't remember the name of it, but there's the one where they go to a Federation colony and it's been completely obliterated apart from one house on the planet and it was obliterated by an alien race. I can't remember what they're fucking called. Um, I want to say the Shellyak, but it's not them. It's something else. Um, but it got obliterated by uh, some alien race, and there's an old man and an old woman who live on this one house that's left on the planet. Do you remember that one? 
Yes, I do. It's a perfectly intact house on a perfect square of green grass, which is left, and the rest of the planet's been utterly decimated. Yes. And yes. Um, Troy starts to work out that there's something wrong with the husband of the the old man, and he's not quite right. So uh, puts a puts a tune in his head. Uh, well, she puts a tune in his head in her head, so she constantly has it running over and over again, and she got really annoyed with it. But then you actually start to think about it and think, actually, if I did have a tune literally playing in my head non-stop and I couldn't sleep and it was always there, you would just go nuts. You would. Mm. I'm totally with you on that one. That sound is crazy. Well, they say when you wake up in the morning for the first 15 minutes, you're clinically insane. And I hadn't actually thought about it. But um, imagine if you spent the whole of your life being that first 15 minutes when you wake up. Well, like, then you'd you, be clinically insane. You, you couldn't have a job. You, 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 couldn't have a, you couldn't have friends. It's just like, how are you doing? Ugh. Are you seriously you know? suggesting that for the first 15 minutes of our waking day, we're clinically insane? Yeah. That's... That's insane. <laughs> Did you wake up 14 minutes ago? Yeah, maybe. Oh, dear. Where I'll did you get that from? I, I just heard it somewhere. Fair enough. Just heard it somewhere. Uh, Could be complete bollocks. Could be just one of those things you hear. But um, I, I'm thinking it is probably just one of those things you hear. But never mind. Yes, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, so we're saying... Well, you, you're saying... I'd like to say Polanski for next year. Right. She was my least favourite character. I'm going to have to go on to Crusher for reasons that are... Wesley, this is. For for reasons that are all too clear and really don't need much more elaboration. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll later. Fair okay. DS9. DS9. Um, uh, oh. I, I was never a fan of Ram. Ram? Well, he's not main cast. Is he... Would you not consider him main cast? Fair enough. He's not on Fair the main enough. cast. Um, um, let me have a he, think. Your, your early Odo... And certain Kira as well. Early Odo? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just again, uh, don't know why. That's awful. The um, thing is, there's not there's not any character in DS9 I dislike that much apart from Jake. Jake, of course. I was forgetting Jake. You were forgetting Jake. Jake's um, rubbish. Jake is rubbish. I love all the characters in DS9. Absolutely love them all. What about Nog? Hey? Nog. Nog, oh, he's not a main character. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, the Ferengi well, thing... Well, he's Jake kinda... Sisko's friend. Yeah. So... Nog is more interesting than Jake, though. Well, I suppose so. Yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah. At least they didn't post him on Voyager. Yeah, That would have been true. horrific. That would have been. Um, so... Better than Harry Kim. <sighs> yes, Harry Kim. What was it about Harry Kim? Was it... For me, it was actually more the acting... The acting's pretty shit, but he's just an interminably dull character. But then you... With Voyager, you've got more choice. Um, out of these all, like, you know, what we would... Um, the debate on whether or not Next Gen's better than DS9, you, you know, et cetera, et cetera. When you look at it, Next Gen's got a few more annoying characters than DS9 does, at least in its main cast. Yes. But then if you look at DS9, I think it's probably the best one for the cast because there's like there's very few irritating characters in there, or at least no characters that irritate you for the full, for the full seven-season run. Um, whereas 
Well, that's for me anyway. Um, whereas in Voyager, it's like the antithesis. You've got a lot more to pick from. Um, you've got Janeway's craggy cheese grater voice. That can really drive you up the wall. It uh, does drive me up the wall every uh, time got, I hear it. You've got Tom Paris's really naff Riker, naff Kirk-esque clone crap, um, which is just shit. You've got um, Harry Kim, who may as well be a void in space. That's true. Um, Neelix just irritated the fuck out of me. The character, yeah, character, Kez was the one I hated most in Voyager. Uh, Kez was fit, but that was about it. She was not fit. She was very fit in the last She was one of the least fit characters ever in Star Trek. No, she was fit in the last season she was in. It she was a bit. She had shit hair at first, which which didn't do her much much good. But uh, later on, she had better hair. With it, I think that's right. what it is. I'm not keen on girls with short hair. Really? Oh, I love girls with short hair. That's probably why. No, no, it doesn't work for me. So that's probably what it was. Seven on nine, on the other hand, that's an entirely different. Oh, I'd never understood that one. Really? Never understood it. I understand that before I understand the Kez one. <laughs> Certainly. Uh, but, yeah, for me, in Voyager, it's got to be Kez. Okay. Definitely. Well, we've still got a few more irritating characters to get through. Belana Toros wasn't that bad, but... Um, oh, she got a- tired after a while of the whole, am I a Klingon thing? Should I be arguing with people? Oh, no, I've realised again I should be nice to people. Yeah. All that sort of thing. I, I was never keen on Belana Torres. No, um, I've never keen on Chakotay. No. found him very dull. Um, we're just pretty much down on Voyager. Tuvok and the Doctor were the most interesting ones. I, now, the Doctor is almost the saving grace of the entire series. Yeah. It has to be said. Yeah. Uh, Robert Picardo is excellent. Absolutely. He's at his best in uh, Inner Space as the cowboy. <laughs> or the, uh, one of the garbage men in the Burbs as well. Oh, is he? He is, yeah. He's the one no. with the glasses uh, telling the other guy he should go to a lecture. Right. Yeah, we're doing movies you should see now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, the Doctor was good. Saving grace of the series, definitely. Definitely, uh, to the point where he actually made it almost watchable in places. Yes. Um, what about Chewbacca? Do you like Chewbacca? I, w- I always wanted to, but was never all that sure. Uh, never truly warm to him, but um, he was one of the only ones where I didn't completely detest him, um, which was probably a good thing in Voyager. Well, that was like, you know, the best you were going to get was someone you didn't completely detest Yeah. Um, as a character. Okay, so out of that bunch, you're saying Kez. I'm still sticking with my Harry Kim, Void in Space. Fair enough. Um, where are we going then? Enterprise. We need to go to Enterprise. Which, mm-hmm. again, leaves you with a bit more to pick from. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Travis, straight away. Really? He was appalling, both in acting and in character. Um, in my opinion, the Which one was Travis again? Uh, the young helmsman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Um, yeah, he, straight he away. He was the, the Wesley Crusher. On top of... Uh, let, me, uh, let me think who else there was. There was Malcolm, who, actually, I did quite like... Yeah, I like Malcolm. Uh, and... I like Trip. I like Malcolm. Trip. Yeah. Um, and Archer. Yeah. Oh, Weak as like a captain, him? but he was all right. He was good. Um, I didn't not like him. No. And Paul actually got better in later episodes. Mind you, everybody got later in 
better in later episodes. Yeah. Um, but apart from Travis. Apart from Travis. I think the best character in Enterprise has to go to the Doctor, though. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. But <laughs> you don't sound so sure. No, I, uh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right, it is him. I was just thinking for a second there. I, I quite, I really did like Trip. I thought he had a lot of character um, and was quite, was quite interesting and was different to any other kind of Star Trek character we'd seen since McCoy, really, um, um, which made him very interesting because he had a kind of a more real edge, a more modern-day edge to that character, which I quite liked. Um, but, yeah, the Doctor, I did think, was very good. Then again, um, actually, remembering more about Star Trek, there is um, <clears throat> all the Makos that they put on there, the Marine uh, group. Oh, yeah. They were all pretty wet. They were all a bit of shit, yeah. Um, and that but that's just more sort of, outside of the... That was just crowbarred in, really. Yeah. And I think very loosely in the way that uh, Starfleet had never been a military organisation and that was obviously the time it became militarised. Yeah. Or something like that. The, well, the whole series was weak, if we're honest. Yeah. I think. So the weakest character has got to be Travis, really, Travis. isn't it? Travis. Yeah. He's the Jake well, Sisko of I felt, Enterprise. I felt so sorry for him, and I feel so sorry for Jake in some respects, because, like, with Wesley, he was the most annoying character. Everyone knew he was the most annoying character. The writers knew he was the most annoying character. And yet, for some reason, he just got more and more episodes... <laughs> And he got given more and more dialogue and more and more stories and stuff like that. And he, you know, just got so much more screen time than like characters who we liked, especially early on, like Worf and stuff like that. They got more screen time than Worf. He obviously um, had a good agent. Yeah, obviously. Um, and then you had, um, and then you had Jake Sisko. By the end of DS Nine, Jake is gone. The, you know, Jake is less than Golda Cat or. De- um, Garrick or Kai Wynn or any of the other like supporting characters who aren't on the main cast, aren't on the main title sequence every episode. I think Jake turns up for like three episodes in series seven, you know. Um, because, only, yeah, they just make him, <clears throat> excuse me, they make him a journalist and then he, he leaves. Fucks off, yeah, that was yeah. it. Um, and, but instead of taking him off the cast list, he was still on the cast list. He just didn't appear in any episodes. And then I felt sorry for Travis to the same extent that he got like um, in series four. I can always, I can just remember it. One episode where um, it starts out, and I think it's him and Malcolm on a ship, and something goes wrong. And you can cut, you can sort of almost see the look in the actor's face, like, right, Travis, now's your time to shine. And it's like, no, no, this episode's not going to be about you. Sorry, Travis. Oh, no. Well. And it wasn't, it was about Archer or something else. And it was just like, all right, <laughs> no. no fun for Travis. I might re watch a couple of those actually. Um, eh, not as bad as Voyager. I'd like to see the Borg one again. Yeah, that was good. That was that was certainly a, a high point for Enterprise. Mm. And and clever how they did it. It actually fitted in with continuity. Yeah. Which is, as you know, quite a rare occurrence for Star Trek. It is indeed. It is indeed. We'll see how the the movie comes. That's okay. uh, the next movie with terms to continuity. Yeah, I doubt it'll fit in any way, shape, or form. I'll have to say, though. I have faith. They've completely changed the uh, production team. I was reading the other day. Rick Berman will not be back. Good. Um, 
except I think they're keeping Herman Zimmerman, the production designer. Oh no, get rid of him as well. He's been they've been doing it for how long is it now? Since what, nineteen eighty seven? Yeah. They've been doing it for fucking years and they like, messed they it up. They messed it up, right you know, they've been messing it up since the end of DS nine onwards. And they should have after Voyager, Paramount should have looked at it and thought, you know what, we need someone with a bit more edge to do this now. We need someone to come in. But that said, Ronald D. Moore, like, he was uh, a DS9 writer, I think, um, or producer, um, then went on to do Battlestar Galactica, which is possibly the most edgy, interesting sci-fi on television at the moment. Yeah. Um, It's quite a statement, but it's true. It is true. Um, And, you know, so they obviously did have the talent. I don't know whether or not it was squandered by the Star Trek ethic, as it were, but Enterprise needed to be Battlestar Galactica. Exactly. That's that's what they needed to do. That was the direction they needed to go with it. Like not like I'm not in, in terms of story or anything, but in terms of style, in terms of content, in terms of like just edginess and anything else. Dear you know, God, the, thinking about that now, that would be incredible. It's the 21st century. You know what I mean? We're out of this. We're out of the. 90s we're out of the you know we're post 9-11 society now we need stuff with more edge to it like that's what we want in view in our viewing and everything else no more pappy family orientated television we need jack bauer shooting people on the six o'clock news you know that's what we want and the star trek people were kind of I, I think they were just too stuck in that one ethos and too stuck in that one way and one mode of um, operating and you'd watch it and you'd think like star trek Enterprise, their third season was like their darkest season, wasn't it? It was the whole Zindi plotline. Yeah, that was the one where they did a 24-episode story arc. Yeah, but then you'd watch that <coughs> and you'd think, fuck me, this is really dark for Star Trek. And then immediately afterwards, you'd watch Angel or you'd watch 24 or you'd watch Battlestar Galactica and you'd just end up thinking, actually, fuck me, this is really shit. That was um, it. That was the problem. It was on at the it same was time as 24. Yeah, it was stuck in 90s television. It was just, yeah, Enterprise looked like it had, it had hit the it hit 1999 and said, ah, no, 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 we're not going any further than this. Exactly. And that's all they need to sort out. But we're going off on one there. We are. We've pretty much covered the worst character in all of the series. Well, we didn't decide which one. Oh, sorry. In uh, Ultimate. Ultimate. Which the one? ultimate worst character. Should well, we how- just briefly talk about the movies? Um, I don't think there's any need really. I've because all the characters in no Spock's oh. brother in Star Trek Five was appalling. Oh yeah, Simbok. Simbok is definitely worth a mention. Yeah, he's pretty awful. Um, and I'm the woman thinking... in Star Trek Four. Oh, I didn't mind her too much. Do you not think? She was... No, she was all right. She's a lot better than the woman in Star Trek Insurrection. Oh God, I forgot about her. <laughs> See? Yeah, the um, slowing time down thing. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't work. No. Um, also, all oh, right, let's think more of the crappiest villain out of the Star Trek villain. movies. Um, ooh. I don't know. Look, again, the one in five was pretty shit. That's the it. The on Captain in five, and then that godlike entity was rubbish. That's rubbish. True. Four didn't really have one. Um... The Klingons six in six was, were excellent. Klingons in six were excellent. Klingons in three were excellent. Uh, Khan is excellent. Oh, what? Well, uh, thingy in uh, number seven in Generations. Soren. 
Soren. He was all right. Who else is? He, he, he fucked with Data's head for a little bit, and that's true. That was that was nice. Oh, and um, he knew the Klingons as well. So yeah. Well, oh yeah, you had a, what were they called? Um, Ursa and Bator. That's it. Or Lursa. Ursa. Lursa and Ursa. I don't know. That's one of those things you can easily get wrong. Mm. Unless you see it written down, which I might try and look for now. Um, oh, who were they? Who were they? They were the house of. Um, oh, not, you're getting me into Klingon words now. Well, it was Galron, and then it was. Uh, oh shit, motherfucker! I can't remember what it was, but it's like the house of Moog's arch enemy. Yes, it was. Um, Jurak, Jurak, Juras, Juras. There we go. House yes, of Juras. That's it. That's it. Speaking of Klingon language, yeah, I discovered something the other day, um, mm-hmm. and I just want to share this with you. It's an internety thing. Okay. You, if you go to google.com slash intl for international slash xx hyphen Klingon, you get Google in Klingon. <laughs> and it, yeah, it is an official Google page in Klingon. Just like That's any of the brilliant. other international ones. You can get That's your personalised homepage in it. Yeah. It's just all in Klingon. Can I order some gaff from there? Yeah. Maybe. You can. It's. Oh, I'd love to see them use that in Star Trek. Use Google. <laughs> we, we, need a, we, know, yeah. we need a new cloaking device. Where are we going to get one from? Google it. Yeah. Klingon Google pops up. No, that one that seems far too expensive. Look on Kelk. Yeah. That's Look it. on Kelk. But yeah, you can get it in Klingon. It's quite something to look at. It really is. But it's written using English characters, so I don't know right. how accurate it actually is. Uh, how about how about the guest stars? Is there any guest stars? Now, guest can... stars are usually very good on Star Trek, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. And you don't generally get bad ones, unless you want to start counting things like, I don't know, some would say... Whoopi Goldberg could be classed as a guest star and quite poor on occasion. She was a special guest star, though, wasn't she? Yes. Well, she phoned mm. up and asked to be in it. Yeah. Which is, well, something you can only do if you're Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, she's another one who disappeared at the end of Star Trek Next Gen as well. She didn't like. She was in like one episode of. She was in. Uh, six. She was in Generations. Yeah, oh yeah, she was in Generations. Wasn't but she? then gone after that. Was she a nemesis? Yes, she was. Was she? Yes. Pretty yeah. sure. She was briefly at the party scene. Right. Like Wesley. Briefly. Yeah. Briefly. Briefly. I'm just looking up guest stars of Star Trek on IMDb. And uh, can't find any. <laughs> uh, there are a lot to go through, really. I think we should probably keep this to main characters only. Fair enough. Okay. So, let's do uh, a, a battle as we go along then. Okay, so we've got, what, Ahura? Yep. From the original series. Yeah, we agreed on that one. Yep. Versus Wesley or Polanski. Now, Ugh. right now, this becomes difficult now because you hate Polanski more than Crusher. Yes. Uh, yes, I do. Right. Um... Who I hate more than Uhura. At least Uhura, as a, as a, one of the worst characters, had the courtesy to stay out of the way. Yeah. Okay. 
So we're saying Polanski's worse. Yes, because she's right up at the forefront. But then again, actually, if you're going to argue like that, maybe Wesley is worse because Polanski was only in one series. Yeah. So we have to push Wesley ahead. Okay, so we're pushing Wesley ahead. Wesley is in the lead. It's only okay. fair. So now we've got the the boy the boy wonders head to head, Wesley and Jake. With Wesley and Jake uh, again, Wesley because Jake buggered off. And Jake wasn't as annoying. He was just pointless. That's it. Not his fault. Not his fault. No. No. But just yeah. a bit of a shit character. He had the decency to leave. Yeah. Um, so, so Wesley's Wesley still in the lead. Knockout, uh, knockout of Jake Sisko in round two. Um, so I think now he's up against the cast of Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. Yes, That's not let, fair. let's be perfectly honest. All of them except the Doctor and uh, Seven of Nine and someone else. Tuvok. Tuvok. All the okay. others v Wesley Crusher. Right, well, we have to think that Wesley was only really in four seasons. They did have the courtesy to get rid of him after, yes. after season four and only have him crop up for the odd guest spot, one episode a series kind of thing for and five, six and seven. You can't so, avoid the cast of Voyager in an episode of Voyager. You can't avoid the cast of Voyager in an episode of Voyager. Even a Doctor-orientated one or a Tuvok-orientated one no. still... They crop in there. Plus, there are that many more of them, so they have an ability to be sustained, have their annoyance sustained over a longer period of time. It's it's basically every scene, isn't it? Yeah. They're all over it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the cast of Voyager yeah. is gonna is collectively gonna have to beat beat Definitely. Wesley. Okay. Definitely. They're gonna so kill him. So we've got the cast of Voyager, which Versus. kind of defeats the single character entity rule. Yeah, but they're with. that bad, Mike. They are that bad. We, we, they're we like can the do ball. that. Yes, we can do it. That's okay. fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. It's our rules. Exactly. Don't like it? Fuck you. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so now the cast of Voyager versus Travis. Well, again, I think they've got him. Unless he's got something <laughs> like a, gr- a grenade or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah. They've got I him. Think they've, they've got him, yeah. So it's only fair to say that, you know, in our opinion, the worst Star Trek character of all time is the is cast of the Voyager. The cast of Voyager. Okay. I'm happy with that as our conclusion. I'm happy with that as I our conclusion I think that's, that's well. a good conclusion to reach. Minus two Doctor and Seven of Nine, the yes. cast of Voyager are the most annoying characters in the whole Star Trek. That's right. Okay. Superb. Let's wrap this up then. Um... If you like, you can go and vote for us on Podcast Alley. Yay! We're on there now. You can go and vote for us. Or you can join our forums if you go to our website, which is simplysyndicator.com slash make it so. Indeed. There is a button for our forums. Go on there and chat to other people who talk about Star Trek. Mm. Uh, And maybe this was a uh, listener suggestion topic, so um, if you want to write down any suggestions for... Points for discussion, we'll have a brief look through and see which one we can cut, we'll go with. We're certainly open to ideas. If you want to send us an audio comment, you can phone us on Skype. Our username is simply syndicated. Or if you want to phone, the number is plus four four one two one two eight six nine two zero six. Or you can even send an audio. Amazing all the ways we can be contacted. Did you get to choose that number? Uh, yes, but from a list. All oh, right, so you couldn't have made the number? No. 
1701. No. No. Okay. No, sorry. Damn. Um, <laughs> just the way it goes. No, it gives you like four numbers you can choose from. And they're all okay. pretty much the same. I think you can pay for better ones, but I wasn't up for paying for a better one. Because who mm. dials numbers these days? Yeah. You dial it once and then it's in a book of some kind or something like yeah. that. So it doesn't matter. And it's written down on the webpage. Simplesyndicated.com slash make it so. Right then, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much. Good Goodbye. night. Good night. When it comes to movie reviews, what you want is intelligent, grown-up conversation. If we hear any, we'll let you know. If Star Trek had been a bit more raunchy, I'm sure it would have got a body double with a big cock to stand in at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Movies you should see from Simply Syndicated. Find us at www.simplysyndicated.com slash movies you should see.